sentence that's an entire paragraph. Don't do that. <laughs> that's when I go through and I, you know, make it sound more gooder. More gooder. Well, on the more gooder note, I'll take Sorry. this moment to intro it. Uh, this is the first in what will be a series um, chapters. I don't know of untitled Nerd Nine Hundred One podcast. Uh, we had a previous one before, but due to creative differences, split, and I didn't want to use the same IP because I wanted to respect the other fifty percent of the person that came up with it. So this is what we have now, and our first guests are the author and the, is illustrator the right word? Sure. Okay, illustrator of Stone Ninja, Gabe and Greg. Uh, Hi, I'm Gabriel Dorenzo. Hi, I'm Greg Craven. I'm the writer. And yeah, yeah. Greg Cravens is the illustrious illustrator. Yeah. And amazing artist that makes everything from my brain look cool. That is an awesome way to describe It's It's a tough job. symbiotic relationship. <laughs> Uh, is there, are you I sure it's think, not parasitic? Oh, no. No, 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 no like, yeah. Definitely, I, he puts so much into it, and I put so much into it, and we both go and look at what each other have have done, yeah. and said, you know what, like, the this old thing about two tweaked, heads are, yeah, two heads this, are better than one. Bam. It's just, you know, objective eyes are always a better thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, you know, when he throws out an idea, and I go, you know, they they did that in that Superman movie. You don't want to, you don't want to write that in there. And you go, oh, oh yeah, we'll throw that part out. You're yeah. basically ripping off Superman Four, the yeah. best Superman movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gabe, we've been talking about doing this for a while now, right? I swear, every time I yeah. see you at Silky's, I'm like, let's yeah. let's put it together, let's do it. And yeah. we are finally here. Uh, yeah. Mostly my fault. I have a crazy schedule, and I haven't even been able to do one of these in like a uh, year. We've been busy, man. We've been running around, trying to do as much as we can possible, getting this in front of people. Uh, we did the Memphis Comic Expo. We did the Cooper Young Fest, and getting ready for both of those things took up a lot of my time. Um, you know, uh, moving forward with like uh, the actual business side of Stone Ninja, and we, I guess, officially are a registered trademark. Rad. That's uh, super dope. That came in uh, right before Memphis Comic Expo, yeah. like maybe a day or two yeah. before, and that was uh, pretty exciting. So but, uh, I've, I've worked on a lot of oddball projects over a lot of years. And it's funny when you get people that are, that are being really cagey. You know, they want to ask you, you know, can you work on this thing? And I think it's going to be, you know, but, but you know, how, how much would that cost? And you're like, you're going to need to tell me what the project is. Right. I can't. I can't because somebody's going to steal it. Like, well, I'm not. I got 18 of my own projects I hadn't had time to work on. If you got one, throw it out there. I'll tell you what the price is. But, you know, there's the advice to everybody that's ever, you know, thought of a cool thing. And you say, I want this to be mine. I don't want anybody to steal it. Go to the lawyer, pay the thousand bucks, get it trademarked. And that way you can describe it to any damn body you want. And if they try to steal it, you just sue them and get your money back. There you go. <laughs> Maybe it, more. Uh, it, it, it has definitely been How many years have you actually been from the conception to today? How mm -hmm. Where are we right now? Well, uh, the original thought of Stoned Ninja and uh, while playing the video games had the idea. Then the following day while I was at work all day in my downtime between popping cans at the two-way inn... In 2004, 
Um, the two-way was already in business in 2004. Yeah, yeah, it was only it was already out of business by like 2005, man. It oh, didn't man. last very long, man, <laughs> but it was some fun times. But I had the early shift, and it was like, okay, get there, stock beer. And it was 50-50 whether I sat there with a the notepad writing Stone Ninja stories or uh, brought my PlayStation in and actually played like Grand Theft Auto or, you know... The brought my Xbox in and played Ninja, Ninja Gaiden, Gaiden, you know, like whatever it was, I was like hooking it. I mean, it was a six hour shift where I sat there and hung out with like the two or three friends that showed up and basically set up the bar for somebody else to keep it open until like eight in the morning, right? Or yeah, you know, like, yeah, like so. I think uh, we worked out why I didn't stay in business. So it's been around, <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. Like, so the idea has been power bill on that damn Xbox. Years. Oh yeah, <laughs> but well, the fact there there was actually more than the two people that he remembers. There were eight people sitting there going, "Dude, uh, uh, hey man, can I get a beer?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you are a you great bartender. Open it. Just hand it here. I'll open it. Yeah, he's an excellent bartender. He works. You're you're on Beale well, at Silky's. I was voted right. the best bartender in Memphis in 2010. No, Memphis Flyer. Uh, when I worked at Young Avenue Deli, which is known for incredibly horrible, horrible service. service, and you a lot of times, which is kind of it's, it's because you left. It's half bullshit. Well, uh, I was gonna say I've never but had everyone. No, I I but I don't expect good service, service there. in there either. I got that. Maybe I worked there. I had bad service there. It happens. It happens at all sorts of places. I was doing takeaway there not long ago, and the guy tried to sell me ketamine. So wow, I was like, can you just sell me the sandwich instead, man? Yeah, so, you know, it, it, it's a local business. It's going to have problems like any other. Of course, and, yeah. But, I mean, I love it because, I mean, I worked there for 17 years. You don't work somewhere for 17 years and not really love the place. Well, and, and, I, and I always do. And I get back there every once in a while and have beers or I'll take my kid up there for some fries or some foosball or something like to that. To speak to that time. is the service is historically known to be terrible, but, but yeah, the place is of, packed, you know? I know Everybody and loves so to go there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was like kind of an uphill yeah. battle, yeah. like even winning that one. Um, but uh, part of it is just it's set up. You've got like any one person could order something, and it was like you'd have to go to the four corners of the bar oh, right. to get it. And then you, when you've got 200, 300 something beers, yeah, you're, it's like to you're from it's like and Legend of Zelda, literally full it. of liquor. Then it's it's gonna taste like that's why Silky's is actually so much fun, and you can just throw drinks at people. They throw money back at you, and you know it's a good time. Everybody has a good time, and you have the indoor and bar. Part of what makes that even possible is. There's only 10 beers on draft. Uh, there's 10 different bottles of beer. And there's a handful of liquor. And what do you want? Let's do this. Yeah. Here's Gin, a vodka, whiskey. Like, what do you together, want? If you can't make up your mind. Yes. <laughs> the diver bucket. Uh, yeah. That's man. all lots of those. But, man, that's, that's what pays bills these days, man. Those are great. Silkies is another thing. Like, I couldn't be doing Stone Ninja the way we're doing it right, right now. Right, yeah. Like, for Silkies. Literally, the people of Ohio, or excuse me, uh, <laughs> Iowa State. Uh, Ohio State has a cartoon museum that might one day house the Stone uh, Ninja collection. Uh, so be careful. Be careful. Well, as a Michigan fan, I will protest that. There you go. 
There's Michigan Goth Cartoon Library and Cartoon Library. We start our own damn Cartoon Library. Oh no! Here's the here's the problem with the one on Ohio State. It took them like twenty odd years to raise the money for that for that. It's the Billy Ireland Cartoon Museum and Research Library. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's big building right there in campus. Right, you know, tore down other buildings to make this. It's beautiful. It's it's got stuff. Did he go to Ohio State? No, from well, a, from an Ohio I'm getting that perspective. Yeah. Okay. If I had known, as far as Ohio is concerned, if I had you, known anything yeah, about yeah. Ohio State's cartooning program when I went to college, yeah, I'd have fought to go there. Yeah, you know. But uh, anyway, it took them like twenty odd years to raise the money for this thing. The amount of money that it cost to build this ginormous, amazing building with all the all the humidity controls mm-hmm. and temperature controls and vaults and stuff for all this expensive. Yeah, stuff. preserve everything. It's roughly equivalent to one year of their coaching staff's salary. Interesting. Yeah. Right. But it took them two decades. Yeah, they had yeah, know, to nickel yeah. and dime it all together and finally have the damn thing built when, you know. You think you just take one season and be like, okay, here's your money, go fuck off with your comic books, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. And now that payers are going to be able to get played, man. Oh, paid. Players are going to get paid? Play, yes. Players are going to get paid. Yes, that's exciting. And that's kind of interesting and... how that's going to work out in the college realm here's my prediction uh, um this is the beginning of the end of all that because it, it's, it's been breaking down for a long time but here's where it's going to have to go eventually not gonna be not gonna be today not gonna be this year uh-huh. eventually though you're gonna see teams that are working for corporations like the boeing team and the walmart team and the target team oh right and the pair, pair players are going to come straight out of high school screw college they're gonna go. Yeah. They're gonna go play for Target for four years and then move to the NFL. But they're gonna get paid the whole damn time, and they're gonna get the rights to their own names and they keep the rights to their own faces. And colleges are gonna go. But you know, you need to go to college and you need to get an education, and we'll pay you too. You know, it's just it's gonna it's gonna narrow down and the field is gonna get weird. Yeah, it would. They. So the NFL would have to contract with them and allow them to accept people who haven't gone to college. But yeah, I mean, it's like basically bridging with the corporation teams. That would be an interesting way to look at it. Um, it's, it no, it, it, it's not even a philosophical interesting. It's just business. Yeah, no. Right? It's, as soon as as soon as as one company steps aside, it'll be like Virgin Galactic or somebody. It'll be somebody nuts. AT and T. Yeah. Well, AT and T's. I mean, they're already sponsoring. But, so. Yeah, but I mean, if they go, you know what? We're we're going to be the farm. It's going to be the eight. Yeah, the AT and T, you know, ringers, and we're gonna we're gonna play the target. Well, now, so McMahon did kind of try to build his own thing. Size. There was the there was the the football league that uh, was kind of like a split off of WWE, but um, so it, it's really just like whether it it gets its legs up. Yeah. It seems yeah. like the NFL kind of. Sm- Smothers out whatever. Else I thought that's what the XFL well, was going to be. Yeah, right? it was. Everybody should have been yeah. like, like the the they add the drama of the, the WWE, yeah. yeah, with the football yeah, and they, have they like did. the you know quarterback from one team. Yeah. Uh, what was this? What was this his girlfriend is the head cheerleader. Or, oh, where and we had one the, of the running team? backs on yeah. one of the other teams, like you know, oh, steals her. <laughs> for the oh yeah, yeah. And then they Dumb actually play like football, that, but man. yeah. And It'd then they play football yeah. for the yeah, you know, it's for like, the girl. Yeah, man. If I win, like, I get to take her home. You know, like a slave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Um, well, maybe not like that. I wouldn't go when this latest football iteration happened. Yeah. You don't chain her up or anything. They made the huge announcement about, oh, Memphis is going to have a team. You know, the, one of the first games. Last on this. two games? Yeah. Yeah. I, my editorial maybe cartoon three. in the flyer that week was, you know, that guy, and he's got his arm around me of a Memphis AAF player or whatever. They, I can't remember. Uh, they were the uh, what were they? The Express. Yeah. 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 But at first it was just the the you know you know AAF Memphis yeah. and AAF Birmingham AAF you know whatever they right. just put the the city name behind the thing. Anyway, you know the press conference and every character that's listening to the press conference is the ghost of a of a dead Miss, uh, Memphis team. Oh yeah. I was amazed when I had to do the research. How many Memphis teams? I had to died exclude out? everything except. Weird ass football teams. I thought I was gonna have to have a whole bunch of different basketball team names in there, baseball uh, teams that the don't exist. Sound other than yeah. the sound, like no, there were like seven or eight uh, football teams, failed football leagues that have had a team in Memphis. They won it so bad. We have the Liberty Bowl, and we have like all the WWE fans and stuff. So there's already like a decent fan base. This is so wildly off Stone Ninja, but I'm really enjoying what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, crazy. Like there's. Everybody wants it to be a mecca of something. It's like, just leave it to wrestling. Just let us have the form and wrestling, and that be it. Well, we got the music thing, and right. we're not leaning on it the way we could. Although, no, the no. last time that the city made a huge effort to lean on it, um, it was bringing uh, Chip's moment here and giving him that three-alarm studio down there next to where the FedEx Forum is now oh, yeah. for a buck a year. And he produced two albums and then headed back to Nashville. And uh, Nashville. I did the cover for the flyer when he left, and it was an editorial image on the cover. He sued the flyer for ten million, the writer for ten million, and me for ten million for libel. Wow! Even though everything in the article was true. True. Yeah. So what happened? Well, that's wild. What yeah, would Stone Ninja do? What? Well, what do you mean? Like, would he? Would would he enact justice in this situation? I don't I think mean, it's Stone well, Ninja's. Uh, <laughs> not really his role. Really. Like, yeah. Uh, Really, it's it's more Unless of like Chip's a moment had been a demon ninja from the shadow realm. But in yeah. which case, do we yeah, have proof that he wasn't? Do we have proof that he wasn't? Uh, no, but he's he's gone now, and he will soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, from demon realm. That's the thing. Is like we could always bring him back in like some <laughs> demon right. form. It's comic books. It's totally yeah, fiction, it's amazing. So it's kind of fun to be able to do whatever you want. I try and like make everything kind of count as much as I can. Like, mm-hmm. some of the story is just, like, the story, and it tells the story, but, like, the, the, the big, impactful moments that I have planned for the story, uh, I want them to kind of have lasting. Yeah. Kind of How many issues are you on now? Stuff like that. And uh, we're working on issue number three. Three. Yeah. I was going to uh, say, I, I think have, I read two, so I guess that's all. Yeah. 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 But first when we first got together, written, which is the first story arc. Right. Um, and it's a lot of fun. It, it really introduces the readers to the Stone Ninja and who he's fighting against and stuff. So when we first started, I was the one that insisted. I said, no, you need, you need to know an overarching storyline. Mm-hmm. You, know, you need to know an outline, a plot for a big bunch of these things. And I told him about you know, Dave Sim doing Cerebus and knowing that it was going to run 300 issues and it had to be you know, this, 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 and this. It has to happen before this. Well, and luckily, I guess you kind of have a a screenplay yeah. in mind, right? So that does well, yes. so that does help when you're actually yes. transitioning to long term. 
one of the things though, um, yeah, definitely uh, saying, okay, you need to have like a solid kind of outline of where it's going. I did have like a handful of stories that were kind of all over the place yeah. and putting it down like in a timeline and going, okay, what if yeah. it's 420 issues? Yeah. yeah. Right? Beginning to end, 420 issues. That's what we're going for. I mean, um, what other but, number would you do? <laughs> right. I mean, you be, can't that's do what it. You need and there's, there's, 60, and couple, there's 69 <laughs> chapters, too. Yeah, you right. know, well, and, uh, and a couple of, of public, you know, display thing, you know, the, the hemp fat and stuff. Right. There are people that look at it and go, oh, look, Stone Ninja. Hey, the price is 420. I'll buy this. I'll buy it. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. on this thing, you know, hey, that was a solid joke. I have to have... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and we make sure you get your 420s worth out of the house, right. man, but it's actually more chopping up baddies than smoking fatties. Right, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a... Part. But what... Um, chopping up okay. that is That needs uh-huh. to be a sticker. I had <laughs> that, to kind of rearrange <laughs> everything because when we were telling it in comic book form, like if you were writing a movie... Or something. You can tell that origin story, even in a long graphic novel. You can tell that origin story from beginning to end. And if the first act is a little bit heavy on the, like, he's not stoned. um, And doesn't even smoke weed for this part of it. Until all of a sudden all this other stuff happens. And then it's like this. And then it just kind of escalates. And I was like, okay, well, I've got to kind of switch this around. If I've got five or eight pages in an anthology to introduce people to the Stone to Ninja, I can't tell a story where he doesn't even smoke pot. Smoke pot, yeah. I can't tell it from the beginning. I've got to start in the middle. And that led to the necessity of changing the story to the point where we have it now. It really, honestly, it went all the way back to, like, the origin story and everything. Not the same one. Not that there's very, a lot of the elements of it. Uh, a lot of the major scenes and stuff, but I've kind of, like, tweaked it around and stuff. And like, Refined right it down now, a little, yeah. Uh, even the project that I'm working on right now uh, doesn't fully go to... The backstory part, it starts off with him already, you know, because, you know, if, if I'm trying to bring Stone Ninja to a new audience, they want to see Stone Ninja. They don't want to see an hour-long train. I think that was like like Venom, right? Right, yeah. Venom, you got an hour of Eddie Brock, and then you got like 20 or 30 minutes of Venom at the end, and it was fun but it wasn't cool. as, and maybe the second one will be better we'll get more venom we gotta get more venom I mean, right? carnage now and, so. yeah and then like how much carnage though are we gonna get are we gonna get 10 minutes of carnage like i mean it just seems on, like, like a lot of kind of it's give us maximum carnage see i want maximum slicing and dicing and rolling and smoking in a stone, like I want it all. And, okay, you know? so if we're like talking we like a visual ninja stuff and stone stuff, yeah, in the stone ninja comic, is that something yeah. you can do? I think oh, that make that happen. We're definitely <laughs> willing to do. I think if if we do uh, do some kind of like visual media, whether it's animated or a live action or whatever it tends to be, we're gonna surprise a bunch of. 
people that think it's going to be some hilarious stoner stuff um, that's just goofy as mad gory. But then it's I just like... I thought it was going to be goofy. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, I, I, I and it's like over-the-top ninja action. Yeah. That catalyst, that element it's that It's that ninja Gaiden in your blood, awesome. you know? Yeah. Just has the fact that he before, before, Yeah, before you've opened the up the comic, though... Do all the fun stuff. Just the name... Is is all you got to go on? Oh yeah. So Peter the, David. Yeah, the average person is going to look at it and go, "Well, I know what this is going to be about." Oh yeah. And they're wrong. Totally wrong. Entirely wrong. Uh, Peter David, that wrote the Hulk for many years, wrote uh, X Factor. He's the one that recreated the team, rebooted that when Jim Lee was taking those characters from X Factor back to X Men. Um, like that whole '90s thing. He's done all sorts of other fun stuff. He uh, literally, I handed him the comic after he signed my copies of X Factor, Memphis Comic Expo, and he took a look at the cover and he read it and he went, ha! And then I knew that maybe, just maybe, like, if he got, like, that base laugh off of just the cover. Yeah. And then the title and, and the tagline is a new strain of hero. Um, Price I, I think, you know, and yeah, he, he took it all in and. The next day when I stopped by to say hi and to thank him for the panel that he had done, uh, he said he had actually read the book. Took oh. the time to read it. Said it was uh, creative and fun and uh, that I was on to something. So. I think you are on to something. I think, I think everything that's happened so far is a testament to that. I mean, you have a great illustrator who saw the, the value in it. You know, it was like, oh, well, this the, isn't The value bullshit. that I saw to start with, do we need to go into that story? Yeah, man. All right, went to 901 Comics for their creator meeting. They were trying to put together an anthology. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. So, uh... <clears throat> I had That's where I first read. The so first anthology. The first yeah. anthology. I, had, I had stopped in to ask them to put up a poster because I was teaching a cartooning class. You know, to get people to sign up, put up a poster. Oh, sure. Hey, you know, come on by on Monday. we got a meeting. So I went in the meeting and was like, okay, it's an anthology five-pager. I can do a five-pager and meet these people and have fun. This, mm -hmm. this, this, this is another another good thing to do. And, Help uh, the community. Yeah, the, and the... the and Shannon was, you know, saying, "All right, you know, who's got what written?" And everybody's like, "Well, I was thinking that I was maybe going to write this kind of a thing that's sort of a what you were thinking, maybe the what With now fairies, yeah." And okay. and there was just a lot of, you know, well, I was considering doing this, and I, you know, in my mind, I was thinking, I would, you know, so I'll, I'll look over at him. Gargoyle drama. Yeah. He's holding pages. Oh, oh, actually, yeah, yeah. Take one, yeah. I might. Please, you got, if you got another, one, I do, I do. I, I, I was gonna say, let's see, guys. Yeah, I'm talking about Stone Ninja. I, I ran out of my uh, mint black tea, and uh, and the mint in that black tea, tough stuff. Man, that's, uh, anyway, that's so you know, he's he's waving pages. Go, you got pages? Uh huh. Finish? Yeah. Give him yep. here. I'm your guy. Uh, I'll be him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. ready. He's actually happy. He's ready to yeah. go. Previous to that, I had shown up at a couple of meetings <clears> prior, <throat> and I had literally a shoebox full of these uh, guest check pads and notes from as far back as 2004. Um, and it was all in this, like, form of, like, like, seriously, like, are, are you okay? Like, what does your apartment look like? Yeah. Is like you know, strings strings everywhere. Right. Like I Charlie think Day. I saw you on a shoebox of ideas, almost like 
uh, was it the House of Ideas for Disney? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this shoe is the shoebox of, of ideas. Yeah. Uh, but I had that, and I actually had like, yeah, you had pages. pages. Yeah. So because and he had, he had something ready to go, and, and if he, I was uh, gonna do it, I was gonna have to get it done, because I got other stuff to get right. on. Right. Yeah. You were saying a five pager, not that bad. Yeah, okay, but you had to be you know, ready to let's go. Play. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, taking a look at his script, and he made the the same freshman mistake that any writer's gonna make, and. One of the other guys had made the exact same mistake, only it was nine pages, and it was already drawn up. Not great, you know, but yeah, it, was, draw, it was drawn. It was, it was written and it was drawn, so yeah. props. And, yeah. and now the guy's had his whole thing rewritten and redrawn, and he's put out, I don't know, four, was this five, one in the four anthology? Yeah, I'm not sure how many. Yeah. Was this one in the anthology? anthology? No. Yeah, it was in the first it anthology. Was the, okay. Which yeah. one was it? And uh, it was M1. Uh, he, so he had like his first artist in that yeah. first anthology. No, the first, Ninja, his first yeah. artist was not yeah. what he needed. And, and he's, they he's gotten a new guy now. And yeah. yeah. Better. He's, yeah. He, oh, he's done great stuff now. But at the time, you know, I'm looking at it going, it's a nine page fight scene that doesn't mean anything. There's no, there's nothing here but a, a fight scene and a, and a Twilight Zone twist. Well, then I, I look at, at Gabe's pages and it's like, this is a, this is a five-page fight scene, and it doesn't it doesn't tie itself into anything that didn't actually have any fighting in it. Yeah, because yeah. I I didn't want to show the character at all. I was like, it's just shadows. He's a ninja. You don't want to yeah, see and him it, at all. It could have been like, done no like moves, that. No nothing. Yeah. Just like have like, a black you know, this panel, is a comic book, and it right? says <laughs> slice, and there's like a line through, through the, the person panel. Yeah, and he's like, well, what if we showed like. The action, and I was like, so "Here's the thing, though. You might be onto something." Frank Miller, I swear, right. we, we collaborate. <laughs> I think Frank Miller actually did uh, all uh, those pages in 300. I think I think uh, there's a lot of you know black panels with the blood smear on it. Yeah, you know, it was, it's supposed to be Sin like, City. I think Sin City was Sin pretty City much was, that comic. Yeah, it'd be like <laughs> a blast, and then a, a blood spray, and you're like, "No, this was yeah. it was literally like there's guys like walking out of a door, like, hey, we just robbed this jewelry store.' Shadow, and then slice. like yeah. shadow slice, and then literally the it's like Spew, all three of them yeah. are like like laid out like eviscerated. Yeah, and I was, and he's like, "Well, what if we did this page like this?" And showed it like this, and that's why you get like the swiping or the slicing yeah, lines. We, we had a couple uh, of separating of layouts because we only had five pages. Like we could that. do as yeah. we could do as fun a layout as we wanted to. Right, it was no big deal. The thing that worried me was like, why are these guys robbing a random convenience store? Do we care? Do you know? Is there any? And was like, are they just so evil that's what I said. Well, yeah. no, it was originally a jewelry store, was it? and then he's like, so so like. What's the big deal? And he's like, first of all, they're they're not burglars. There's they're robbers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the right. first correction that he made of mine, I was like, fuck, man, I'm done. There is a difference. I got burglar one time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Getting said, burgled, you're like, that I was on sucks. the phone with somebody saying I got robbed, and the cops are going, you got burgled. Oh yeah. Uh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Eat a dick. Where's my uh, Xbox? <laughs> Uh, and so, well, and, and then he's like, yeah, and then I was like, yeah. and you don't say anything about weed or anything yeah. in there at all. Yeah. It's supposed to be the stoned ninja, right? And I was just like, okay, okay. And like, you know, I, I guess both of us have a little bit of a uh, humble nature when it comes to, I thought you were going to say ego and OCD, but okay. <laughs> uh, well, that too, but I mean, that's the driving force, but the, the, what keeps us in check, I think, as we're both willing to go, okay, 
it could be better. Oh, that's, that's, there, dope. that's uh, good. My idea isn't necessarily the best idea. I might be on the right track. Let's get to the best idea. Just pulling that thread and seeing And so, goes, like, yeah. I took that and I literally, I left this house and within maybe three hours, I had written another page to it with the slicey lines and stuff like that. Um, that wasn't much more than, like, ninja action. He cuts these guys up like this. Um, and, and changed it from a jewelry store to a dispensary. Oh, there And you go. then I could add all this kind of like subtle political, political commentary about the cannabis legalization mm-hmm. and what's going on in the so business side. So that one change, that, that little five pager suddenly had yeah, to like so it had a time and a place. Character. Yeah, yeah, that, and yeah. that makes sense. Where it was timeless, could have been in the '30s, could have been in the, you know, could have been in the future, could have been anything. Yeah, that one change turned it into a time and a place, and then you go, okay, now why are they robbing the dispensary? And he goes. Well, because the bad guys are trying to prevent legalization because they're making illegal they're money, making off, money of, off of the black market. And I was like, that was that was the like, big overarching we story. Got right? goes, we got it. We fucking got it. Yeah, so <laughs> why didn't you put that in there for, you know, in the first five pages? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, you already guess, had the idea the in your head. It was already there. Was it yeah. a thing of like, I just want to get people hooked. I, they want to see action. That yeah, kind of I just want to be that's like, okay, boom, reveal at the end of it, the stoned ninja. Yeah, because the fifth page was the big reveal. Yeah, right. it, it wasn't until I did one like little interview thingamajig uh, with Powers Not Included before the anthology came out. Right. And that was the first time I ever said Stoned Ninja. Oh, wow. Okay. On like anything and announced that the character that I had in the story I was with was Stoned Ninja. Um, uh, it was, it was kind of surreal. I was a little bit worried... Uh, I'm glad uh, that uh, the CBD movement mm-hmm. and CBD. Uh, legalization Intensity. movement is where it is because I feel a little bit more comfortable kind of, yeah. you know, saying, oh, you well, know, if I, it I'm writing about this. It's totally fictional, by yeah. the way. If it uh, hadn't but been. But it is kind of worrisome that, you know, yeah. somebody if, might just come like. The sociopolitical oh, climate hadn't been there, that story yeah. would have been a different thing. Exactly. Well, yeah, and so, like, I've been to a city where you just walk in and can buy weed if yeah, you're over 21. Yeah, I, I went to San Francisco. This year. Yeah, and, um, which we'll get into that, because that's a whole yeah, super awesome hard. story. Um, but, yeah, and it's it's crazy, because you're just like, wow. Uh, so, I'm a I'm a student pharmacist, so I, I, my whole thing is drugs. All I do is drugs all day, every day. And, like, Tennessee and Tennessee, we're, we're in full support. We're like, hell yeah, definitely have a dispensary. You should probably have a pharmacist there because weed actually has a lot of interactions with real yeah. prescription drugs. And they can make yeah. your body way more susceptible to those drugs, not the weed. Yeah. It's not the mm-hmm. weed that's the issue. It's that um, there's these things called yeah. SIP enzymes in your liver. And you process drugs differently. And uh, marijuana is an, I think it's an inhibitor. It could be an inducer. But basically, uh, it's it, an enhancer. It's an, yeah. You're gonna need to look that up, Mister Pharmacist. We will need you to know <laughs> what you're talking so about. So one of my one of my, one of my previous professors is actually so. currently doing research <laughs> on marijuana in uh, at Ole Miss. That's the only yeah. place in the entire U.S. where they grow oh, yeah. and research marijuana. 
It's yeah. the only place where you can do it. So he moved there from UT uh, uh, this past spring to I do a bunch of research. Really quick, want to say thank you, Old Miss, for paying my bills this week. <laughs> <laughs> they came in hard last night. Yeah. 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 Cool. Oh yeah, you got a little 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 Old Miss pop last night. At there you go. Nice. Good job, guys. Yeah. But they're good better. kids. Silky would have been. Mm. They're good kids when they're, they're not kids. fighting each other or everyone else. Well, yeah. Awesome. yeah. All the you need to ask and... who got thrown out. Yeah, who got exactly. Chair busted over their I head. I did have one person ejected because he was dumb. Yeah, all was of them it, were. Was he was he naturally dumb or was he? Uh, it's probably both. Was he inebriated <laughs> dumb? Well, he was supposed to go to a Grizzlies game, but most of them decided to go to Silky's instead. So yeah, had they already bought that ticket we to the Grizzlies game? Oh, oh yeah. Once oh, you yeah, spent no, that they, kind of money, you need to go to the damn game. It was bottom of the barrel. It was a shitty game for a little bit. Still, shitty teams. Those those tickets cost a fortune. They get expensive. They can't. Um, so anyway, thank you to Ole Miss and yeah, uh, Iowa State and uh, last weekend, uh, game day. University of Memphis. Fucking strong, I strong that was a nice little basketball bucket. fans and football fans. Uh, those guys are awesome. They help uh, pay the Stone Ninja the bills. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, my lawyer appreciates it. Appreciates it too. <laughs> they want to be paid. I, I so, got I got to go to the lawyer. I, I yeah. think I'm I think I'm gonna trademark that game idea. Oh no! I, yeah, it's a, the, he's got a great game idea that. Oh be, well, it's not trademarked yet, so I'm wondering why it's still your idea. But it's a it's a it's a game engine, so other oh, okay other people can add to it. You can you can do expansions really easily to this thing, and it's yeah. and it's exactly designed from Go to be played at conventions. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's like super cool. Yeah, you yeah. Can, yeah. We could play it right now and have fun with it. Uh, but the but idea is... running up and down between booths at a con around and be even yeah. more. Yeah. Or... yeah, so I've, I've tested it at two different things now. And uh, I think I'm going to print out some more test cards. And uh, Memphis Comics and Fantasy Con is coming up in a little bit. Yeah. And we're going we're gonna to do one final... Burn through test there, and then I'm I'm printing these bad boys up, and I gotta get them all. Hell yeah, man! That's super rad. We're gonna uh, work on doing a Stone, Stone Ninja, Ninja is the first expansion pack. Expansion pack for it. That'll um, be rad. Working on the couple ideas and what it's gonna take to make that happen. So, uh, but I mean, relatively uh, easy to to put it together, and it's, it's a really cool idea, man. Anybody can play this game. And it we proved adds that an extra comic expo. social Man. element and interaction with other folks that nowadays takes a friggin' app on your phone and he's turned it into a handful of cards. Yeah. So it's really cool. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's hard to, I feel like, and that's kind of one of those things where I'm like, I, I asked why why comic books, but I like that it's a comic book. I, I didn't mean that to be a... No, I mean, a, there's a, no reason know, not to ask. Yeah, um, but what I love about comic books is that there is a certain culture around it, and it's like going to a comic book shop and talking to other people and stuff like that. My very limited amount of comic book exposure is, I mean, I read, like, most of Saga, I read some Walking Dead, stuff like that. I'm reading Saga Saga's right now. Saga's great. It's awesome. Um, yeah. And then the Dark Tower series, but made out as comic books mm-hmm. um, by Stephen King. And then, yeah, that's all super cool. It's through Marvel, actually, um, now that I think about it. Um, really? And really 
amazing, amazing stuff. Really great community, and just like asking people stuff. Like, what do you think? Like, hey man, I got like five bucks. What do you think I should pick up or whatever? Yeah. And it's a great culture around it, and to get a chance to talk to a writer and an illustrator of comic books is. I mean, that's why I love doing this stuff. It's especially in Memphis, you're doing work worth doing. You're making people happy, and you're making yourselves uh, happy, too, it seems like. And one of the things that you touched on a little bit, uh, as far as like the comic book community, but we're also trying to get it in front of a whole other community. And exactly. And we tried that yeah. a little bit here in Memphis. You can go to a handful of different CBD places, like Modern Hemp out east. Uh, so uh, Southern Leaf on Poplar, you've got whatever. All three stores carry our comic books, T-shirts, rolling. That's papers, my favorite thing. Hoodies. I walked hats, in there and saw Stone Ninja. I was like, oh, that's that a really stuff. good comic They're book, man. They're one of our biggest supporters, yeah. man. So we're trying to get this in front of somebody that might never go into a comic book store. Also, yeah, yeah. we think the, that there's the weird history for a lot. Of people to want to jump on. Yeah. So when I was a kid, uh, the comic book community was a lot broader, mm-hmm. but it was also a lot younger. Because when you went to the grocery store with your mom when you were a kid, or you went to the Quickie Mart, there were spinner racks, and that's where you got your comic books. Right. Twenty five cents, whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah and I can remember just being horrified when they went to yeah. thirty cents. Yeah. Because <laughs> now my dollar wasn't going to be four comic books. Now I'm going to get three. You know. Um, but every kid read comic books back then. No matter who you were, there was always something, you know, even if it was Huey, Dewey, and Louie, or if it was Modern Romance, or, you know, there was, there was a comic book for you and a spinner rack, and that went away. Now it's Netflix. Yeah. You know, the equivalent yeah. now is it's. But because now it's comic series. shops and it's a hard yeah, right. target search, you do, you've got this close knit community that's going, we're comic book readers and we know where the comic book shops are, and this is my favorite comic book shop. Mm hmm. You know, it's not a, you know, not everybody's going to know what their favorite comic book shop is, along with their favorite restaurant, along with their favorite, you know. What most you people, I mean, frankly, if you ask most people my age, be like, "Hey, man, where's your comic book shop?" They'll be like, "Uh, yeah, like yeah. like a bookstore? Are you looking for a bookstore?" Yeah. Um, I mean, I know <laughs> comics and collectibles out east, and yeah. and obviously the stuff in in the area here, um, but I mean, outside of maybe two, three shops. I don't even know where yeah. another, like... Yeah. But yeah, it's, there's a similar situation, though, with smoke shops. Yeah. So if you've got a comic book that can actually go outside of comic book shops, you've achieved something in this modern age, you know, where when I was a kid, if you had a comic book, even if you were, a, you know, a much smaller publisher, it was still going to wind it's up in be a gazillion grocery yeah, stores. Grocery stores yeah. comic book and you weren't going to make, you know, stores. a hell of a yeah. lot of money off of it. And it wasn't going to be slick printing. It was going to be, you know, the cheapest paper you could get. Right. You know, it was all newsprint back then. And it was all, you know, flexography printed, so the printing was god-awful. I think, though, we're giving them something that's yeah. a pretty good value at $4.20. Oh, yeah. yeah. And modern times, uh, that's not a bad like price a for a comic. standard price is either 4 or 5 bucks. Yep. Some of them go lower than that. I was like, why wouldn't I hit it right at four twenty? Yeah. yeah. Why would I charge four ninety nine when I could charge $4.20? You're going to get that more sales. Yeah. Somebody go, man, that's yeah. awesome. I have to have that. That was smart. And no, it's I, funny, you know, when I did just... buy, I went to buy, because after the anthology, you had 
the separate issue yeah, the come out. Yeah, the first issue yeah. came out last year in May. So I went down and, and went to Shannon's shop and I, uh, 901 Comics, and bought it. And I was like, yeah, you got Stone Ninja? He's like, yeah. Uh, and I saw the price and I just go like, that's yeah. awesome. Like, it's great. You know, it's it's perfect. It, it's not four ninety nine. You're right. losing uh, sixty cents more or less. Yeah, you know, yeah. but you get but you're gonna make more sales. Gag, yeah, and you've got somebody else that's gonna stand there and go, "I'll buy it just because it has just because it says four twenty on it." Yeah, um, my dad makes these things. It's uh, it's pecan pie. He makes oh, pecan, pie. pecan pie. Well, it's pecan wood from a pecan tree that's been cut in the shape of the letter pie, the Greek letter pie. Yeah, that's funny. And pecan it's a little hang tag, yeah. right? And it's like you know. Pecan pie and it's P-I instead of P-I. Right. It's got a, a bunch of other little silly things written all over it. And he's calling me and he goes, uh, what do you think I ought to be selling these things for? <laughs> I'm like, 3.14. Uh, yeah. You're in Menza. $3.14. Yeah. You're in Menza. How the hell do you not know what you can sell a pecan pie for? And he went, I'm not fine. 3.14. Yeah, 3.14. And he's like, Oh, that's the greatest oh, thing yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah, and I've had people stop at, at the booth. You, you know, just at, get at it because... And go, oh, these are three. Okay, yeah, I, I need I'll four of it. these. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to give, give these out next uh, March. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> next March, yeah, 314. Um, so now I love that you're... We, we've talked about the comic book media. We've talked about where you began. Talked about getting Greg on board and everything. Mm-hmm. Tell me about when you did go out of town. Went to California. Yeah. Oh, well... First in January, um, I went out to Denver, Colorado. That was my first oh, time quick, going yeah. to like the legal been, zone. I've never been to Denver fun. yet, but I have been to San Francisco. Uh, I, I go to Denver. Drove out there, and I did. Oh my god, was that sixteen hours? Yeah, I split it up. I had a friend I visited in Oklahoma. Did you make these then, trips too? No, no. Oh, okay. no, no mm-hmm. One day we'll travel together, but he's got so much uh, like artwork to do. Right. Yeah. That like taking the time off to do that and plus you know it's not like stone ninja's paying the bills or anything yet unless yes. you guys go to stone dot ninja and buy all of the stuff yeah you should definitely buy all the stuff i buy own some stuff. of the stuff yeah. like the comic book itself i have a sticker too i need to get another sticker yeah um i have a sticker i, I do stickers in a lot of different places stickers. it was on stickers my now order but yes. Like, yes. My, it was on my Nalgene, and then yeah. I lost that Nalgene. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna slap it on the the beer fridge. It yeah. is yeah. when that fridge dies. I'm just yeah. gonna put the <laughs> the doors up on the wall, and there so every sticker that's you will be memorialized. There you go. Uh, so Stone Ninja needs to get on that. I gotta get a yeah, sticker. Yeah. So Definitely. next time I go to the shop, you, know, you, you need to put that in the text on the way here. Does 901 Comics still have the sticker pack? But it's all good. They Red might have a couple left and. Whatever might actually have a couple. I think of sticker last time I left, last though. time I, I saw him was at whatever. So yeah. yeah, and I've still got a couple that I hand out when people buy stuff at conventions yeah, and stuff. Of it's course, kind of yeah. mostly gone towards that aspect of it, putting them in bundles with other yeah, stuff. Yeah, just like here you go, because it's or, uh, like, you know you can sticker to go with get like a hundred stickers for like five bucks yeah. or whatever. So it's like well, yeah. not a little like, more than that. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit more. I just reordered stickers, Huber stickers. Yeah, I saw you. You got your sketchbook with you. I I don't mean to break away from our Denver story, but do you just take it everywhere just to sketch all the time? Uh. Just in case. Try to. Yeah. 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 I've actually got a, a little waterproof one in my back pocket that nice. always goes. Just wherever uh, you are, yeah. I actually something comes didn't up. have my guest check pad. Yeah, normally. Like, I, I would normally have it. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hang on. Guest check pad. 
Oh, no, 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 no. Like, I don't, I don't have my pen and my pad with my notes on it, so it wouldn't really... Like, uh... Like, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I actually don't like that style because the paper's a little bit too thin. Yeah, I don't... I like the yeah. little bit thicker one. Yeah. This one uh, is just, it's my, you know, like, yeah. shit, I gotta write this thing down, you know? Uh-huh. And that, that pad is, um... God. I've tried oh, writing on other things, that and it's like... like nine years old. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> either the iPad... Or on oh, guest check pads, yeah, like, like no, I've got, no, I just, um, or just like, smash keys yeah. on the iPad. I'm really bad. Like, I didn't take typing, so I two-finger everything. Man, I, I, I got I one of the you take that pencils. as uh, sexy as it sounds. Oh, yeah. Very sexy. Yeah. Uh, I got one of those Yeah, so, like, I'm sitting there banging, I'm I'm banging fake yeah. keys on my screen and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it gets the job done, and, uh, and I move on. Uh, Denver. So Denver, Denver got out there. I did a signing at Mile High Comics, which is the largest comic book store in the entire United States. It's huge, size of a Costco. Only it's full of like the coolest, nerdiest stuff from like the last like hundred years. Well, I mean, I'm gonna have he's to go got. Then. I was I was so upset when it got broken into. I don't know, back in spring or something like that. It was like ten thousand dollars worth of fifty thousand dollars worth of stuff. I was gonna so say ten thousand sounds kinda yeah, low. Like, I think like, one of well, the how much com- can you carry? Was, <laughs> that, that's hey, what I'm saying. Like, like, yeah, exactly. It was you ridiculous. Can carry a lot of paper, and I think well, they got the person I, I would hope I hope so. I hope so. I'm sure they that you know that place has a thousand cameras. But yeah, dude, like Place is insane. Uh, I got to go out there and you know, kind of <coughs> do a little research on the community and stuff. Um, is that and what that the kids was awesome. Is that, is that what you? Yeah, thought? yeah. Well, I mean, I had to go and experience it for myself. Yeah. It was my it's market. Legal you know? in those yeah. areas. It's totally I actually legal. got to go and visit a uh, grow farm. Oh wow! And That's... play with a bunch of plants. I helped a buddy uh, cut down. Oh, it's like yeah. I was sitting there trimming I thought leaves. Your descriptions in it and in issue three were a little specific. <laughs> um, and and he was like chopping up uh, the the stalks and going and hanging them and stuff like that. And uh, I was uh, compensated by getting really blazed. Yeah. Uh, for my work and yeah. I I was I was like, dude like. Yes, I want to help. He's like, hey, you got a minute to help me out? I was like, yes. 100%. Please. You're doing research. I want to do all yeah. this. Can I, can I do this for like right another couple right hours? Can I live in, you know, a sleeping bag in your garden? <laughs> right, yeah. Like, I, can, I just want to work on your farm, man. I just want to work on your farm uh, which, and write comic books. You know, honestly, if, if I didn't, you didn't have, have a family, like family <laughs> yeah, and stuff you'd like just that, go do yeah. that. Like, it would, it would be so easy. So, that's a, like a, that. a quick but, question. Yeah. You have kids, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I have uh, three and a half. And so do they, how does, uh, like, because I'm, I'm, I am a kid, you know, like, I'm 25, so, like, I don't have a kid, I am a kid, I'm currently figuring out how to take care of myself, um, I am doing okay, I'm doing alright, yep. I'm still alive, I feed myself regularly, alright, yeah, good. yeah, I bathe, I got a dog, I take care of a dog, alright, how does, so, like, traversing, marijuana and kids in the climate today i mean like do your kids know that you smoke or is it kind of like a thing no uh they don't know that i smoke directly uh i told my kids that like the stoned ninja (laughs) thing was kind of like 
He's like, because he's like in third grade, he's going to be playing on the playground, right? What if he wants to play Stone Ninja with his friends? I was right. like, you play ninjas all day. He's stoned out. Like, yeah, I, I told him, I was like, how many people talk about being drunk at your school? How many of your classmates talk about getting drunk? And he's just like, uh, none. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty We're much nine. the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Stone Ninja, mm-hmm. he gets, you know, kind of like drunk or whatever. And he's like, oh, okay. And so he just left it. I was like, you play ninjas all day. Do that. That's fine. It's like, I don't want to get in trouble or you don't want to get in trouble. Third grade. So, crap. yeah. What like, is that? Like nine, ten years old? Yeah. Like yeah. He's eight. Eight. Eight, eight okay. and a half. He'll be nine early next year. So I guess you don't have to worry too much about it for probably another like three years maybe? Teenage daughters that are seniors in high school. Oh, you have teenage daughters. Yeah, yeah. Right when the comic first came out. So you want to go smoke or like... (laughs) Well, but no, 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 no. Like, first of all, like, once they're grown adults and they're 18, they can do whatever they want. Right, yeah, yeah. If they want to smoke some weed, that's fine. I'm okay with that. For now, they need to focus on high school. Exactly. That's what I've always told Hell them. Hell yes. And once That's you get out of... I mean, I didn't smoke weed for the first time until I graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's for everybody. I'm not saying, like, as well, oh, yeah. you smoked at 12, you're horrible. Like, now you're fine. But as a parent, I advocate that they get through school. Well, and, and then, let's be honest. Uh, you know, it's like, I don't want my kids drinking at 16. And that's college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody else's quote. I don't know whose it is, but well, there's time a time and place for everything, and that's yeah. college. Yeah. <laughs> it's, look, you can uh, do whatever yeah, you just, want. Yeah, you can that. touch all kinds of weird things as long as everybody's consenting. You can yeah. smoke whatever yeah. you want. You can yeah. snort whatever you want as long as you don't OD. Like, like it's well, college. yeah, like yeah. obviously. But yeah, if you're gonna run for office, don't get photographed on TV. There was a guy that wrote an algorithm a while back that scrolls through images on the web looking for. Uh, it can identify a red uh, the uh, solo cup. Oh yeah, yeah. So if you were ever at a college party and there's a picture, and there's a picture of you just blazed out of your mind, just messed up, bad, just drooling on yourself, and you run for office someday in the next twenty years, that picture's coming back to haunt you. Yeah, honestly, if this guy wrote, wrote a like, program yeah, just to go up. find that picture. Yeah, luckily I'm just writing a comic about a ninja that smokes weed. Yeah, so be right. if I ever do run for office, they'll already be like, "Oh, well, he writes a comic book about a ninja that smokes weed." Like, yeah. There's not a whole lot of skeletons in that closet, there, guys. <laughs> it's just Pretty I smoked a open. bunch of weed when I was a kid. Yeah, there you go. Um, so we're in we're in Denver. Yep, you did the did Denver. signing. Denver. So you I did, did a signing. So do they have your books? Um, they do carry the comics. Awesome. Uh, they bought like 50 copies, I want to say. Something like that. They bought a lot of copies. And uh, they were really cool. Uh, they said anytime I wanted to come back and promote it, I'd be welcome to come out there and do it. A bunch of the uh, employees thought it was a great idea. Uh, and they picked up copies for themselves. Nice. Um, then, uh, what you got? Uh, I went around to a couple other places like dispensaries mm-hmm. and another comic book shop or two, and they all thought it was a great idea. Sold a couple of comics to the comic book shops, didn't sell anything to the dispensaries out there, but I learned that my uh, competition is not. Um, my competition out there is every chick 
that thought making her own jewelry was awesome and it could sell mm-hmm. in this dispensary. Or uh, in the comic book shops, it's every other stoner comic that's goofy and dumb from like the 70s and 80s that's like, I know offense to Cheech, Cheech and Chong and I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I even enjoy like the stuff. old stoner humor, but like this isn't, that kind of thing. Like, this is an Like, I'm going to give literally you, murders people. like, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. yeah. And we'll, we'll address that sooner or later about whether uh, he feels bad about that Does he or not. feel bad about killing people? I mean, he's a vigilante. Yeah. But, but he's what not if the Batman. people aren't he really is... people anymore? There's, there's a whole other problem. Well, but, you know, in the first issue, he chops up all those. Those are people. Those are people. <laughs> they, and, but, that, people. I mean, they, they got machine guns. What yeah. are you going to do? Yeah, like, like well, I guess I gotta kill you. Plus, so he had I, a two-page spread that needed some cool stuff. Yeah, on it, so. yeah. I mean, no, like, like definitely, like, and we we talked about it. I like, oh, like, right there going into two, I was like, wait a second, we can't have him actually murdering people. He's supposed to be a hero. Yeah. And I was like, but he's a ninja. But he's an but, anti-hero. Well, and going all the way like, back to the first yeah, five exactly. pager, he's, like, he's exactly he's on the edge, man. Like, yeah, he, all the way back to the first five pager. You know, yeah, the, guy, the guys that were robbing the dispensary, mm-hmm. he was like, you know, killing them randomly and chopping off the guy's hands. And just oh, yeah, he was supposed to have both of his hands were stones yeah, and, and stuff like that. Was Man, like, that was Gabe, uh, does that not seem a little extreme for, you know, like the good guy? Robbers, <laughs> yeah, good guy versus robbers. And, you know, did, did they deserve? Death and dismemberment. I mean, are we? Is, is, you know, we're, let's yeah, they just about it. Yeah. So, so he chops off his the the hand with the gun. Yeah, yeah. The, the one hand, um, which is okay. Which little bit of uh, Easter egg. Yeah. One of the one things that when I saw the artwork and I looked at it, I was like, Greg, what are you doing, man? Was the ink on the dude when he's chopping his hand off? Cause he's got like he's like down on one knee and turning around like this with the gun in the wrong hand and Stone Ninja. I was like, st- like he can barely turn around and even like point that thing at Stone Ninja. I was like, ah, the like you know obviously uh, we've gotten a better communication as far as like uh, how your vision are done. Yeah, and, and, he and stuff like some that. And every once in a while. while. <laughs> and, well, like, and even on the 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 cover of the third issue, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, it looks like. He's kneeing this guy in the face, but also standing on his shoulder. Yeah. I was like, that's like two feet. <laughs> like, there's no way, like, the side of somebody's head. It was, it was a very Rob Liefeld kind of a thing to it, do. It was, a, it was a, and I was like, but if you just round out the knee, it looks like that knee has followed through right. the dude's face, yeah. and now he's standing on his shoulder, and that's great. And so, he was just like, but suspend your disbelief for a second. I was like, great. Yeah. And he was like, now you're right. So that's, that's and he patched it, it up, and that's I mean, why the two like, heads are better. Yeah, it's great. Somebody oh, yeah. else calling you. Yeah. Well, and so yeah. have, did you watch? Uh, did you watch Daredevil? On yeah. Netflix? Oh yeah. yeah. Like oh, season yeah. two. Whenever I think about your comic book, that's what runs in my like when he's fighting the ninjas and he, ta- he like I mean it's like so yeah. much blood and just like and I'm just yeah. like that's awesome. Like it's so cool. Yeah. And, it's and not, that, the thing is, is we could probably put something together along those lines, that level of production. I think something quality like that would be really Well, this, did you ever see Ninja Assassin? 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw Ninja Assassin. One thing. Isn't that one of the yeah. ones you loaned me? It, it yeah. was. It was the Wachowski brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, He's got the you know the chain. Yeah, they can't say there's... brothers anymore though. It's the Wachowski. Okay. Um, oh so yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's something about it. I remember just was not quite right to me. I would say the plot. I really. Well, it, it was in, it was, it was in the, the plot. plot. It was yeah. in the plot. The yeah. plot was a little bit. Man, I don't think the plot was integral to that action. Right. Yeah. Probably the best. Yes, like, like my favorite ninja action. action. Yes. Exactly. And I want to give something on like that level. Those two are like level. I think maybe uh, not quite. I don't know. It's, it's, that's a pretty high level. I, of I lore. think as as a as a as a as a movie or a television show, it needs to be nothing but black screen, and then you see the swish of the blade. Just one swish, and, and that's the end of the episode. And then a little spatter of blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you never see the ninja. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Not till very end. Now that would be like a, a Todd McFarlane. It's going to be a horror yeah. about a ninja that kills <laughs> all the criminals. Yeah. And you never see him ever once. You just see a flash of his blade and blood everywhere. The whole movie. It's like a 70s TV show. <laughs> no, I'm actually, yeah, we're, we're working on something pretty fun right now that might address that and so, get in front of some folks. So, so yeah, we're in Chicago. Do they leave trip. Chicago now? Yeah. Or not say, Chicago, sorry. De- uh, Denver, rather. Yeah, so Denver drove back Colorado. from Denver. Uh, saw my sister in St. Louis. Uh, got some positive feedback from places in St. Louis. A uh, bunch of the people working in the comic book shops and smoke shop. Well, yeah, there's smoke shops there. Um, like bought copies of the comic or T-shirts or rolling papers or whatever it was. But I only had like one comic book place actually pick up copies mm-hmm. of the comic and stock it. Um but, you know, like I said, just about everywhere I go, I get positive feedback on it. Yeah. And that's, that tells me I'm on the right track, and I just need to make it more available to people. Um, because I think it's the kind of thing where if you went into a store to buy a $100 bone, and while you were checking out, you saw a comic that said, Stone Ninja, four dollars and twenty cents. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and buy that. Just throw it in there, you know, and give it a read. And maybe you don't ever buy another copy of the comic book, right? Maybe you buy every last one, but maybe you buy the rolling papers for the rest of your life. Yeah, 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 just your brand. Or maybe you buy every new Stone Ninja T-shirt that comes out, you know. Um, So hopefully that's something where down the line we can expand and. Uh, we've got ideas to do an infinite number of products and stuff like that. We can just keep going with it. As long as we can keep telling the story, yep. we can keep it's giving fun. people everything else. And you made another trip, though. You and did. Then, yes, Big trip. Uh, we've talked about this a little bit. Got off work late one night. Great night in the middle of the summer. Towards the end of the well, middle, middle of the summer when I uh, booked it. And uh, Anybody myself. Needed? Um, uh, I've been watching Kevin Smith's Fat Man Beyond podcast. Uh, him and Mark Bernardin, uh, they go to the Scum and Villainy Cantina in Hollywood, right there on the strip. I mean, there's the Walk of Fame and Stars and all that stuff is like right there. Um, 
and I watch it, and at the, you know during each episode at the end, he talks to the audience, and they give him stuff to either sign or occasionally give him things, uh, you know. And then if it's something like a comic book or some like oh you made, uh, you know Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pillows, wow that's such a great idea. Like he will literally just kind of let you pitch your idea yeah and say hey this is something fun i'm doing it's like the nerd he version likes, of shark tank he, he, yeah. he likes when like people create things and that. he likes checking it out right this? of course it was right before the reboot road show so right now he's on the road and all that stuff i hope he packed up his copy of stone ninja so he had some reading for the road right um but uh i'm sure he listens to our podcast I'm, so, you, you know, know if you're listening kevin yeah. uh you know just give flip through it, give it a read. Let me know what you think. Yeah, I'm available. It was it was very uh, cool of him to hold it up and go, "Who brought this? Who brought yeah. this?" So yeah, so I wrote a note on it that said "To Blunt Man from Stone Ninja." Yeah, and left him a copy of the first couple of comics, and he sure enough picked it up and said, "Who did this?" You know, and I'm like, "Oh, that was me. I did it. Who's the Stone Ninja?" And then you know, uh, of course, there was a young man that was a little bit nervous to talk to Kevin. Uh, that was taking up the actual spotlight, but they handed me a mic kind of off camera. Oh, nice. And I got yeah. to talk about it, and he held up the comic and smiled and thought it was a great idea. I Yeah. I, and to have him actually hold it up and say it, this is a great idea. Why didn't yeah. I come up with this? Yes, you know, that's, yes. That's, that's an know, endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whether, whether so he invented it that way or not. What yeah. we're going to have to do, though, for the third issue is like get like these little Peter David and... Yeah. Kevin Smith and anybody else that has like commented on Twitter, uh, Mark Hamill liked uh, a, a tweet that I sent at him That's about cool. uh, maybe you know collaborating if he's available. He's getting you know he's he's a busy dude. He's a busy dude. He's a busy dude. He's got a lot going on. But guy. maybe, maybe just maybe he wants to. Uh, in the Stone Ninja movie. That'd be super rad. Have you all, uh, have you pitched any studios? No. no yeah. No, no, no. We're, we're working. Ready. Yeah. We're, I didn't know if, I, I, I didn't know how far along y'all were, I guess. It sounds like y'all are like, getting there. Well, though. like, it, it threw me for a loop. You know, normally you talk about stuff like that. It's like, yeah, we'll find somebody and we'll, somebody found us. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Just yeah. Sent, uh, back in May, we were, con- I got contacted through the email through the website. Somebody uh, had been watching the Blurred Without Fear. Ernie Carruthers. Oh yeah. Watches his YouTube channel religiously, getting the lowdown on what's going on in comics. Yeah. And sure enough, because Ernie he knows there's a lot of comics that had been, He's just that you know he's a salesman. Yeah. yeah. Ernie, you know, being the awesome dude he was, was like, "Yo, bud, I put a little package together for the second issue, man. Like, and it was a minute long, like little video about Stone Ninja." Like him showing pictures of the comic and stuff like that, and talking all nice about it and stuff made me cry. I'm a sappy bitch. So oh no, me too. It was, it was easy to do. Yeah, I um, don't make you cry. And right. yeah, so this dude had seen this and he contacts me and he's like, "Yo, you know, I work for Netflix in this department and this and that, but I want to help you guys like build a pitch if you're thinking about doing that." And so. We've been thinking about like, doing fuck that. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, and it all hinges on me build, uh, writing this script, which is now in the last 
you know, phases of completion. Oh, that's crazy. Um, and then uh, from here, uh, hopefully we'll, like, actually build a pitch. Have you all, have you all like, made up. this public yet, or is this the... I, no, well, we, we talked about it at the Memphis Comic Expo, yeah. um, and I posted a... Uh, a Facebook and Instagram post of me working on the script and saying something briefly to that effect, but never really like necessarily into it. Yeah, in depth. Well, um, you heard it yeah, here so, first, right? <laughs> Nerd. First time you got a chance. Nerd, that I want in full support yeah. of the Stone Ninja movie on Netflix. Maybe I don't know. I bet like Seth Rogen would love to be a part of it. You know, Maybe, you know like funny. It, I, I but I worry that it would get too funny. Well, you know? see, that's the thing, though, is I, I have a feeling like, well, and whoever or however we do this, part of the deal is, is we're going to do it our way. Oh, yeah. Because, and now I'm, that's not without saying there's, we're not willing to, you know, obviously make changes that need to be made. Right. Well, and, and to some level, the, they're going to make Yeah, well, typically, though, you get asked to make to, changes that are completely wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and J.K. Rowling fought for years. Everybody wanted to produce Harry Potter as a movie, but every time she talked to anybody for years, they were like, well, we're going to take the first two books, we're going to make the first movie from that. And they were like, no. No. You can't, there's, there's too much stuff in the first book to make one movie out of. Right. What are you yeah. doing? Uh, same thing with... Uh, oh, man, they finally made the thing. It had uh, Harrison Ford and the kid. Oh, uh, Ender's Game. Mm, yeah. yeah. He, uh, he fought with... Uh, with movie studios for like 20 years with people trying to change this thing where the kid's not 12 the kid's got to be 16 you know this this girl can't be his friend it's got to be his girlfriend and yeah. he's like no you can't do that it's literally a story about a kid who doesn't have those kinds of feelings yet he hasn't matured yeah. the fact that he's immature is the whole point and they go yeah but we could change it if we need to right and we're going to be asked to do the same stupid oh, thing. Yeah, Somebody's going to say, yeah. no, but this would work as a, as a really funny thing. It would be a great like, we'll comedy. Cheech like, Marin, you know, to play a... No, don't do that. Well, yeah. I mean, no, Cheech that's, can play the master. Now, <laughs> don't get me wrong. You'd love it. I, I would love to have uh, any of the celebrities involved with it. I mean, uh, whether it's Cheech or Chong or... Uh, which they're both really active in, you know, legalization and cannabis community and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, there's but tons, not there's tons of whether it's but they'll have to come in in a way that would make sense. Right. Uh, well, and you can't have like I mean, part you, of the comic book is that it's really not funny. Like it, oh, it, it, it has com comedic aspects, right, but yeah. it's not by any means a yeah, comic. It, yeah, yeah, it's not meant to be. A goofy stoner comedy. Right. It's meant to be badass ninja action with subtle, smoky undertones. Yeah, kind of like a toned-down Deadpool, Deadpool with, with, like, more weed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, as far as the ninja aspect goes. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, definitely, like, less humor. Because yeah. I, I, my fear would be they would try to make Deadpool, but stone well, ninja. Yeah, my, my yeah. worry... Oh, that's when I started actually writing his origin story and I started off doing that because I was like okay well if we're gonna do this like we might as well like it's a pilot we might as well mm -hmm. tell the whole origin yeah and I got about like three or four pages into it and I was just like you know what this is Deadpool <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is fucking this, this if I do this if I write cancer, this it's, it's it's friggin Deadpool almost and I was just like 
no, we can't do that. So um, I scrapped that and started where we started, and I think the script that well, yeah, starting it, off in the that I'm working on all it, fun stuff's going on. That's well, the, and you the can first page. Content. The first page is like nothing but like awesome ninja action, right? And given people, I think ideally more than what they suspect out of a stoner related media uh, story. Yeah, yeah. It's not how high. Right. But with ninjas. Okay. It's uh it's not Jay and Silent Bob strike back, but with ninjas. Um uh, it's just Is it it's its own thing. And I think Why uh, can't it be James Bond with weed? Is what yeah, I'm I mean, saying. You know, well, why well, can't it be that? Well now it's a little we, more like that. We might have like a super spy down the line. Yeah, like, that's me. One of the fun things and one of the things that I love Stone about spy. telling the story where it is Bond. James Bond is Fuck. we get to experience Stoned Ninja with his secret identity secret and everything cool the way it is and we get to just enjoy that for what it is for now I've got ideas to expand it include other characters a whole bunch of other stuff there's a whole you know stoner verse around it or whatever um but it's like, right now, in the form that it is, I, I want to keep it as Stone Ninja as possible. That's awesome. Um, I like that you're so authentic about it. You're not like ready to just be like, yeah, I mean, I wrote this thing, but if a studio picks it up, fuck the whole story. Like, I don't care. Yeah, no, I mean, it's I'm, like, no, I want to do it my way. I, it doesn't need to be uh, full of chuckles. It's going to have the ha-has yeah, and the right course. moments. Yeah. It's going to have like the badass ninja action. It's going to have all the fucking amazing like stoner fucking weed montage, like smoking and, and, and chilling and shit like that. And I think uh, not just Stone Ninja, but all the characters involved were trying to give them each their own voice. Um give them like their kind of own character and really build this world around, you know, Reef City and Stone Ninja and uh, base it in just enough reality to where it's relevant and you can kind of identify with, oh, well, you know, Reef City, it's only medicinally legal and part of the story I'm telling is when it becomes like MCA Day, the medicinal cannabis act or whatever goes through everything you know becomes legal with a medicinal card and blah 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 and tell them some of the story around that kind of fun stuff and then where we actually started off in the comic is about like a year after that so i'm telling a little bit of what got stone ninja where he was at the point where we meet him in the comics uh, but it's it's fun just being able to kind of dip in and tell different elements of his story and I really look forward to you know doing like a flashback short story right, about yeah. like the time that he you know flew from Japan to America and had to thwart terrorists or something you know that like it might not have anything to do with the continuity of it but I can stick it in the middle of the continuity of the comic and 
you might not know. And, you know, like in soap operas, when it's like, wait, you've got a long lost brother. Why didn't you talk about that for the last 20 years? I can do that stuff whenever I want. Ninja shit, man. I didn't have time. Ninja yeah. shit, yeah. man. Ninja shit. Dude, ninja code. Couldn't talk about my brother. Plus, so, if, he, if he had to save the plane from terrorists and he, he had to do it without revealing the fact that he's carrying a sword on an airplane, you know. Hey. Well, it's see, all secret. Yeah, like that's, that's why the story was never told before. Well, see, and that's why it actually even came up is because I didn't know how to write. How the fuck is he get a sword from Japan to America in the origin story stuff? I was like, Put you know what? I'll just glaze it over, and you know, no, like the question is how do you just carry it? it? Yeah, yeah the, the question is how do you get it in the cabin with you? Yeah, you check <laughs> After it. the bad You're guy trying to check it. Yeah. But oh, this man's yeah. a fucking ninja. He can sneak down there. Yeah. He'll get it. He'll he's get gonna it go, out of, you know. He's got to climb out of the, the door in the, in the flying airplane. Oh, yeah. Ninja himself down to the... To oh, great. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're forgetting he's the stone ninja. He's the stone ninja. And just like his kunai, oh. and he can throw him, his sword can theoretically just turn into smoke oh. and waft yes. over to his hand and mystically... Smoke a fire. I mean, that's awfully super. It's a comet. No, it's well. The name of the sword. I know. I can't. I. This is. Sorry, this is about the the following storyline that tells a little (laughs) bit more about, like the sword and its powers and its all fun stuff. But you're probably like another year or so away from even thinking about hearing anything about that. Maybe probably two. Unless you we'll get, get this there. movie deal, yeah. then it's like spit it out. Let's oh go. yeah, well, <laughs> you know, yeah. If we, if you got studio money, then you know. Well, you and can, then you part can, of that though is like how much more stuff. effort gets put into something like that that takes away from the effort that we would be putting in with comic and all that. Well, there's a there's well, a then lot you gotta write to the do. Sequel. There's a lot to do. But and if that's what you're doing, is, and then you can start turning down you know people's children's books and t-shirt designs yeah. and all the other. And I can start turning down. Jack and Cokes and <laughs> vodka Red Bulls. Yeah, you, you could just uh, bring them to me just, instead. And just you know, write stories about ninjas that smoke right. pot. That'd be all right. I think but that's we're, we're working on getting there. For now, it is what it is. We're gonna put our best effort towards it. Give them the best possible product we can put together. My, my efforts are getting better every issue. Yeah. I honestly, it had been so long since I did a comic book that was intended as a comic book. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've done stuff for, like, ad agencies that's comic books about, you know, 911 responders and, right. and, you know, stuff like that. But now you're doing But it's all, you fantasy. know, bigger, bolder, blockier characters and stuff. So we did the first Stone Ninja. I used as tight a line as I thought would reproduce once you shrunk it down. And I'd forgotten just how much detail you can squeeze into a comic. So this third issue that I'm on now is all... There's a lot more lines for you, 420. I actually put uh, page number two. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the end of the cliffhanger. It's out on the social media. It's out on the social media, the inks. Uh, we have uh, some baseline colors from the new colorist, Gene Fain. He's good. Uh, he's doing a great job with it. But once he gets his shaded colors and stuff, I'll probably share at least that page, if not more. Just, just a panel. Just, just share a panel. Individual, but uh, I like that page just because it kind of it gives you that it you know like what happens oh my god at the end of 
issue too. Like, is he gonna get taken out by the evil ninjas and stuff? Mm. Like, then you don't kill off the main character. Yeah, literally. So the you know, second I'm kind issue. Of, I'm, I'm literally just died. giving them what they want. But the the fun thing about issue number three is like the first seven pages are nothing but ninja action badassness. Best. He's not like, kidding it, either. I was sick and tired of crowd scenes and pieces of things flying over the place. I got to that seventh page where the fight ends. I'm like, oh man, I just burned through this one. It took me an hour and a half. Man, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> All yeah. the others took weeks. Yeah. But then, uh, yeah, so uh, it continues a fun story. And actually, the, the scene, the fight scene at the end, I can't wait to yeah. see what you come up with for the fun stuff in there. Because as I was writing the fight scene at the end of three, and how it all kind of like panned out so perfectly to me. I was just like, oh no, oh no, but this, but this. I got so excited about writing it that like, I was like literally like laughing out loud and just like having the most fun ever writing the end of issue number three. And to the point where I actually accidentally crossed over into writing part of issue four and I was like, oh wait, oh wait, and I wait, was wait. Like, <laughs> You know, like select, copy, <laughs> yeah. you know, delete. Let's move this to another one. Uh, start a new one, paste it over here. We'll save that idea for later. Okay, come on back now. Where are we at? Okay, this is where we are. And so, you know, it's one of those things. Like, uh, well, it, I it's got really, really excited. It's a, it's a story that feels alive. You know, and it sounds it's, like even when you're writing it, it's alive to you too. Which is, I think that's, that's the hallmark of a good, of a great story. Of a truly like this, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you smoke weed. It doesn't matter if you like ninjas. It's just, yeah. it's just, it's fun. It's good, yeah. and like everybody keeps saying, like, oh, this is a good idea. I think it goes beyond it. This is a good idea. This whole situation, everything that you've done and built, has been literally years, over a decade, of culmination into what is now potentially soon to be a multimedia thing. I mean, and yeah. it, it already is. Shirts do, and everything. Well, it's, it's funny. A, a buddy of mine who's everything I can. market savvy and worked in advertising for years and years and years, he said, you're going to feel really stupid because he knows I don't smoke. Right, yeah. Like, when, when this is your million dollar deal. Yeah. But you've been doing all it's these other so things. Funny. You know, 20 odd years now, this is going to be the breakout we... when you make a first couple million bucks. Yeah. For stoned ninja, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's gonna, you know, my mom is not gonna tell a soul. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's, it, it's just, it's better than just a good idea. And well, I, it's a I good idea like that we're acted on. Yeah. A lot of people have a good idea. A lot of people have bad ideas. Yeah. It took a but while it's, to it's, even act ha- on Yeah, having a good idea and then having the opportunity and being ready for yeah. the opportunity. Yeah. It's calculated. It was literally 12 years of like having an idea. That I put in my notes as if I hit the lotto one day. Yeah, I'll make one way to to have fun in my spare time spending my millions of dollars is going to be to write the Stone Ninja story that I always wanted to tell people. And little did you know, and it like, might be little, the lotto like itself. it might be the actual lotto itself. And if that is the case, like I just, I don't know. Definitely didn't do it by myself. No, yeah. Uh, definitely, you know, while I put a lot of work into the you story and the business Shannon side Shannon came of along it, and said, Shannon, I want it now, do it. Yeah, my mom inspiring my creativity and... And making uh, the costume. Yeah, the, making the, the costume oh, for our uh, cosplayer uh, slash model slash badass ninja 
that dresses up like stoned ninja. I did see those pictures. It's amazing. Yeah. He is an actual ninja under there, and if I gave him a sword, people would get hurt. <laughs> so they better just be watching out. Hey, man. And then stone ninja don't play around. And then we have the, the cool little flyers that he hands out and stuff. But yeah, no, like, I had lots of support, man. And then if you look at any of the books, if you flip through those pages, lots of every. Orders. Every one of them is a local business. Yeah. Hmm. We've got uh, the local normal chapter, Normal Memphis, advertised with us. We've got uh, Young Avenue Deli and the barbecue shop and whatever now is one of our sponsors. Memphis Made. Memphis Made uh, picked up the back yeah, cover back covers. and has been one of our biggest supporters as well as a handful of people that have sponsored uh the pinup pages in the back. So it's all something that is, it's taken a community of people and, and friends and stuff that I have been, you know, uh, nurturing for, you know, the past couple of decades in the bar business. And now it's like kind of transitioning into, okay, hey, you know, help me do this. And they're like, oh yeah, man, I'll help you out. Why well, hey, Nerd901 is happy to get some extra views for y'all too. Yeah, we, I mean, that, this whole uh, podcast when it first started was this idea of just, you know, Memphis is cool and Memphis has a lot of cool people. I just want to do a podcast where I interview people in Memphis doing cool stuff. Yeah. And that's how it started out. And now I've, I mean, I've had a bunch of people on different things. I've had a comic book uh, author before on the old one. But this new one is... Um, the last one was like whole all geared about Arthur like, was that? Uh, Arthur. Oh yeah, yeah, Arthur. yeah. He did uh, No More Heroes, I think. Is what yeah, it was. Kill All Heroes. Was, Kill All Heroes. It was Kill All Heroes. It was actually, it was actually Kill All Superheroes. Yeah, Kill All Superheroes. Anagram. Is that what it is? K A S H Cash. Hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, he had part of that first anthology. Yeah, with he us. was in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, he was, uh, reworked on the story last time. We actually had lunch at, uh, Uncle Lou's fried oh, chicken. chicken down by the airport, oh, man. Yeah, That's man. a fucking bomb. Oh man. So good, man. And, uh, there's a handful of people too, man. There's the, uh, the, uh, Shinobi Ninja Princess folks. Yep. There's the, the, the Wades. Yeah. There, uh, is the Memphis comic that just came out, which is um, I guess uh, in the newspaper. Matt Bowers mm-hmm. got a little play in the newspaper and on local TV and stuff like that. They even uh, name dropped Stone Ninja. Here nice. an anchor dude say Stone uh, Ninja, Stone Ninja, and Nine Hundred One Comics Anthology. Like so straight, I was like, ah, but it was a nice little name drop on I think uh, like Channel Thirteen. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that, this is what we it's about. We were in the Memphis Flyer, thanks to Greg. And well, no, Glenn. thanks to Chris. Yeah, we and he were... wandered into a smoke shop and saw the papers, and he said, wait a minute, I think I know, yeah. I know something about this. Yeah, um, and then, yeah, he's like, okay, wait, it's a local rolling paper company? There might be a story here. Yeah. And uh, we got to talk Plus about the Memphis the Flyer for a little bit, and they're 100% organic hemp, so I can't blame anybody rolling their CBD in our organic hemp papers 
That's or whatever else they're rolling. Yeah. yeah, I guess they're not for they're not intended for tobacco usage, mm-hmm. according to the Stone Ninja Comics LLC, <laughs> to avoid any FDA kind of crap. Right, you gotta lawyer up. That's right. Put that label on there, you're uh, good to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's certain things that you actually have to put on there so where people can sell them. Matter of fact, we even took the pot leaf off of the cover of it because some states you couldn't have pot leaves on paraphernalia or else they couldn't sell it. Yeah. And now literally every place in all 50 states can sell CBD and there's pot leaves on everything. So the next time we even make papers... Just throw the pot leaf back on. It's going to be the standard Stone Ninja logo. So anybody that buys the rolling papers now, like... You those are like a collectible. Don't, don't, and don't burn those up. Yeah. Save those. <laughs> even, even if you smoke all of the papers, save the pack itself. Yeah. I got know, a pack like, of that somewhere around here. Yeah. And it's only like two bucks, man. Throw an extra pack back, man. Maybe it'll be worth 10 bucks one day. Maybe it'll be worth 20 bucks. I'll fucking autograph it for you. There bro. you go. Uh, might be worth autograph it. Too. Too. Like yeah. hundreds of dollars. Well, guys, this has been fucking awesome. Yeah, Y'all are, this is so so cool. I'm so glad we got to sit down and, and finally talk about this and, and get it out. Y'all's yeah, story is you story is amazing. Um, and I, I really just I appreciate y'all coming on. Um, especially good to have such a good story, good people on the first revamp of yeah. Untitled Nerd Nine Hundred One Project podcast. Welcome back to the ether. Yes, yeah, it's yeah, good yeah, to be yeah. back, and it's it's even better to have people like y'all, uh, just local people doing work worth doing. I really appreciate y'all coming on. Any anytime. Any, where can we find you and your products? Well, once again, uh, stoned.ninja. Stoned.ninja. On your computer there's device. Not, there's no com on there. There's no nothing. It's literally stoned.ninja. Uh, you can go to stonedninjacomics.com and there's a link to our web store which has all the stuff. You can get digital copies of the comic book. So if you don't collect and you don't want a stack of comics laying around, I get it. Go ahead and get a digital copy, read the story, think it's cool. It's fine. Uh, rolling papers, no shipping on rolling papers. I'll yeah. throw those in an envelope and ship them to you anywhere in the United States. Cost Probably Canada. You know, bam. Um... Uh, the comics and t-shirts and hats. We just got new beanie caps. Mm-hmm. I actually got the, the same kind of cap you guys got there. A little bit thicker than last year's version of the beanie caps. Really I good. like last year's though. And it was a little bit thin for me. I yeah, wanted it to be... You don't sweat them up if you want to wear them working out or anything. No, true. I work out. True. Now, do y'all do any social media that y'all want to get out there? Yeah, you can follow us. Uh, we're on, I get on Twitter every once in a while. Um... And try and not post anything political. It's tough to do. Um, I get on Instagram and post pictures anytime we have like new cool stuff or we do events and stuff like that. And the Instagram is Stone Ninja. You just go to the web page and it's got links to all of those things. Or you can literally type in Stone Stone Ninja Ninja comic in anything that we have and it will pop up. Pop up. It's awesome. gonna be, you can Google Stone Ninja and we're the first thing that pops out. And shout out to uh, the OG Stone Ninja in California that actually is a breeder of cannabis. And I've talked to this guy and one day, man, that's a trip that I'm looking forward to make is going out and seeing him 
and hanging out and smoking some of his crazy nuts. That'll be awesome, man. Um, but yeah, so uh, Stone Ninja, Google it, look it up, have fun. Support them, support us, support everyone in Memphis, 901, that is the place to be. This has been a Untitled Nerd 901 project, and we were here with Stone Ninja. Thank you all so much for listening. You can follow me at DJ Polyform D at on Twitter or uh, Nerd901 on Twitter as well. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you.